0: Welcome to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. This podcast series offers a fun and serious look at hypnosis and offers various ideas, discuss case studies, along with NGH educational opportunities. This edition of the NGH podcast is the Continuing Education Solid Gold Roundtable Overview. You'll hear from each presenter at this year's Solid Gold Weekend on February 24th and 25th in Las Vegas. Let's join NGH Executive Director, Jeremy Vashen.
1: Thank you for joining us. A little overview of the Solid Gold Weekend. We've designed the Solid Gold Weekend uh, as a technique and practice building weekend that attendees will be able to take the tools that they learn and put them right into use into their practice uh, upon returning home. And we have a, a amazing lineup this year. We're really looking forward to it. Um, I'd like to um, to start by introducing some of our speakers. We have uh, three new speakers to the solo Gold weekend. Uh, so please welcome Roberta Fernandez, Robbie Spear-Miller, and Sean Michael Andrews. And we have our returning veterans, to the Solid Gold Weekend, we have Don Motton, Cal Banion, and Tom Nicoli. All right, so why don't we start with uh, with Mr. Don Monten. Uh He will be teaching overcoming the twenty five mistakes
2: that many hypnotists make. And Don. I'm Yes, I'm looking forward to it. We actually did it at the convention about two years ago, and at that time, they had to pay extra. It wasn't all-inclusive, and we made an agreement that if you didn't learn anything new, I'd pay your money back. Luckily, we didn't have to give a refund, so that was good. But what we did, we took a handful of things that a hypnotist could say, I can use this now, and making it pretty simple. Being from Missouri was a show me state, so we want to make sure they had something that they could take home and start to implement that immediately. Excellent. And uh is this a class
1: that is, is good for new hypnotists or, or seasoned veterans or both or?
2: I, I definitely would put it as both, Jay. I've had people who've been in practice for 30, 40 years and people who've been in practice for three or four months who benefited. Uh, I got tickled. I have hypnotists call me, and they say, well, I had a guy say, I don't know if I really want to quit smoking. So I told him to go away. I said, that's awful. I said, two things. Number one, he's going to keep smoking. Number two, you weren't paid. He said, what would you have done? I said, oh, okay, I don't know if I really want to quit. If I had a magic button, all you do is push that button. You'd never smoke again. Would you push the button? Oh, yeah. Well, guess what? He wanted to quit. So often when they say, I don't know if I want to, what they're honestly saying is. I don't know if I can't. And there's a big difference. So pieces like that that someone will be able to leave, and then, as you said, Monday, utilize it in the practice. Excellent. Excellent. Uh,
1: Don, in a f- just a few words, uh, what would you tell somebody uh, why uh, it would be important to participate in this class?
2: They're going to have, we actually have it, so we're going to go by experiential, where the Participants will actually get some hands-on, and to make sure that they're going to have it when they leave, we actually are going to have a USB drive that has everything we taught written out for them verbatim because I know sometimes I get excited in a class and then I get home. I say, well, what was that one about? So we want to take it to that extra step. So they say, Oh yeah, he talked about this technique. Well, there it is written out for me verbatim. So we want them to learn there. We want them to have good time, which they're going to, and be able to have good valuable material that they can have back in their office. That's excellent. Thank you, Don. Yes. Our, uh... Our next speaker
1: I'd like to uh, introduce is Roberta Fernandez. Roberta, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and and your course that you're going to be teaching, Building a Better Practice Through Intentional Public Speaking.
3: Yeah, so um, I've been a hypnotist. I've just entered my 12th year of practice. I'm board certified, so I've been doing this a little while. Um, My practice used to be focused around pain management. But in the last few years, I've shifted back to my roots before I was a hypnotist, um, back into corporate and public speaking. And so uh, that's why I've been asked. I think in the last 15 years, I've done more than 85 major presentations at companies like Optum and Target and Kemp's, um, whether they're presentations or actual trainings. Um, So it's a subject that's near and dear to my heart. I was lucky enough to have a seventh grade teacher who taught me the importance of learning how to speak in front of people. Um, So it was a real gift at a very young age. Um, The reason I'm, I'm really passionate about this this topic, because there's no better way to establish yourself as an expert than getting up in front of a group of people and talking, and the course that I'm going to be teaching not only is going to address all those things that keep you from doing that, but also I'm going to model how to give a presentation that actually sells. So um, if you'd uh, pay close attention, they are going to learn a lot in this course. Great. It, what would the um, what what's the
1: most common reason why a, a hypnotist wouldn't wouldn't give talks like these?
3: Well, (laughs) there's a couple, but the big one is fear. A lot of hypnotists I know, I'm also a trainer, and I see imposter syndrome as being a major um, obstacle in people's way. They don't feel that they're good enough, that they're expert enough, um, and people forget that nobody in your audience knows as much as you do. So I think fear is the big one. And the second one probably is just lack of experience. But the interesting thing about public speaking is that. If you practice, you'll get better at it.
1: Absolutely. And what's what's the best topic that you, that you uh, approach these corporations and companies to, to speak on?
3: Well, it, it really needs to be personalized to them. And my advice to people who are going out and, and looking at doing public speaking, they'll often say, well, what should I talk about? <coughs> and I think there's two things to consider in that. The first is knowing who your audience is, what are their pain points, what are they looking for, Um, what do they see as, you know, uh, needs of their group, whether that's a company or, um, you know, a non-for-profit or, you know, a local meetup group, um, you should be looking at that. But the second part of that is talk about what you're comfortable talking about, be in your comfort zone. So when you're out marketing um, new potential prospects for doing a talk Make sure it's a group that you'll be able to talk to about the topic you're most comfortable with until you get more practice, and then you can look at branching out at other topics.
1: Yeah. Sure. Now, you talk about um, that you're going to be showing the structure of, of how to do a, a presentation to corporations. Uh, what, what's the biggest mistake that, that you find presenters make in structuring their
3: talk? Yeah, it's pretty simple. They don't ask. You know, and I started, when I started this business, I, you know, as a hypnotist, I wanted to tell everybody what I knew. I wanted to share my knowledge and educate them. And that's super important to always give value in your talk and to establish yourself as an expert, but you have to sell. Um, That's what we're all doing this for. So being likable, you know, drawing people in, it's no different than sitting one-on-one with a client. You want to build rapport and you're just going to do that with a bigger audience. And you're going to want to have them like you, and hang on every word, and then buy at the end. Um, and that doesn't have to be an overt sale. Hey, this is two ninety nine. Um, but they have to buy you, right? I have never, and please, everybody that's attending goal, do not break my streak. I have never given a talk and not gotten a client.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, it's uh, Doctor Damon has been saying for years uh use your elevator talk, you know, talk to people, bring it out there. Walk the walk and and that's uh that's what you're doing and and that's that's amazing.
3: Thank you. I'm super excited to see everybody there. Yeah.
1: We are too. We uh we just we we're talking earlier and we uh just got a 10 inches of snow here, so I'm I'm looking for some warmer weather, uh looking forward to seeing everybody and you guys are an amazing group to have. Um Thank you very much Roberta. Our, our next presenter I'd like to introduce is um, Cal Banyan. Cal will be talking about time tunneling technique, the modern age regression. And uh, Cal, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, your talk?
4: Oh my, I just thought of something, you know, right here on the screen, we literally have over a hundred years of experience of hypnosis. I mean, that's incredible, the talent that we're going to have here at this upcoming Solid Gold, right? And I hope to do my part. I'm so happy to come back again. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be teaching about a revolution that's going on in the world of age regression. And age regression is something that I think that when the hypnotist is ready, They want to step into because age regression addresses things at the core. Every single problem starts somewhere. And one of the revolutions that's going on is the time tunneling technique. And the time tunneling technique overcomes some of the difficulties with other styles of age regression, uh, like people getting off track and you you, you want to follow the the feeling that's associated with the problem, but that hurts so much that they go off on another feeling or they decide to go slowly or backwards or all these different things. And the time tunneling technique helps to keep you on track. So it becomes very efficient and effective. And as as kind of a bonus, I'm going to kind of take the people who are interested here in this in this age regression thing from basics you're going to get a very quick understanding of the fundamentals then I'm going to move into advanced how to use the time tunneling technique with someone who you've hypnotized like in a normal hypnosis session then I'm also going to show you how to use the time tunnel technique as an instant induction. If you're doing an age regression session, you do not have to do a formal induction. You can just trigger an age regression with the time tunnel. And another thing I'm going to be doing is I'm going to show everyone how to do the time tunnel on themselves as a form of self-hypnosis. And the time tunneling technique is one of the very, very few. I only know of one other form of self-hypnosis that's based on insight and emotional work. Then the grand thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to do a group time tunnel with everybody in the audience who wants to uh, opt into it. And I did that at the NGH convention, and I got just tons and tons of feedback about that, five stars. And so I'm excited to be doing that at the at the Solid Goal.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Now, this is uh, one of our longer um presentations that we're going to have is one of our technique presentations during the weekend um cal why why is age regression so important
4: i think one of the main things about age regression is that everything starts somewhere and where it starts is kind of the weakest link in the chain so that's what if you can find that and if you know how to do age regression well you'll be able to find that that first time the initial sensitizing event and you're going to be able to fix that. And then there's the other events that happened after that, that reinforced it. They just stopped Drop. If you know what you're doing, they start dropping like dominoes and people transform so quickly. And they're so convinced that what you're doing is powerful. And that's one of the, the great things about doing age regression. And I'm really a proponent of doing age regression a lot. I do age regression with all my clients. And that's one of the reasons I became kind of known for it. I stemmed off of the work of John G. Watkins, and who was using uh, age regression to help with uh, World War II uh, soldiers who had what they call back then shell shock, which we call PTSD now. So, I mean, it's really in the trenches, so to speak, no pun intended, <laughs> kind of work.
1: Oh, great. And, and how is your... Time tunneling technique uh, different from other age regression techniques.
4: Well, one of the things is that it can be used in so many ways. It can be used with a hip, with a hypnotized client to find the ISC and deal with all the subsequent events, and even spring into an age progression series. You can also use it on yourself, and once you ma- have an have an outline of how it goes. You can use it to trigger hypnosis, so it becomes very efficient. You don't have to go through a process of induction, deepening, testing. When someone starts revivifying their past, huh, they're convinced, right? And so it really demonstrates the to the client that they are in hypnosis as they relive events and that you're a good hypnotist. And when they have those kind of experiences, what do they do? They refer their friends, family, and so on to you.
1: So with your presentation, Cal, um, the attendees are going to get hands-on and and, uh, work with the technique with you?
4: Right. And one of the things I think is most amazing is we're going to do a silent age regression with the whole group. I'm going to talk. First, you're going to learn what age regression is. You're going to learn how the the time tunneling technique works. Then you're going to learn how you would do it on yourself. And then I'm going to guide all those who want to opt in. Of course, I can't. You know, I'd love everybody to opt in, and in the silence of their own mind, I'm going to coach them through something, and that's going to be an experience that I think the vast majority of them are going to find, you know, life changing, or at the very least, extremely insightful. Excellent,
1: and and uh, lastly, on that, uh, Cal, what will what will attendees walk away with after your course?
4: I think that. The the main thing is they're going to have an understanding of when and how to apply age regression. They're going to really want to grow in that. I think they're going to have the confidence to say, I want to put this into my practice. But maybe most importantly, is they're going to walk away true believers. In my certification courses, that's like my prime directive. I want all of my students to be true believers. And how do you be a true believer? To have had an experience in yourself that's undeniable. Then nobody can tell you hypnosis doesn't work. So a super high degree of confidence.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Looking forward to it, Cal. Thank you. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Our next presenter I'd like to introduce is uh, Sean Michael Andrews. He's going to be doing our other technique, um, talk our technique workshop at the solid gold. It is one of our longer workshops and he is doing instant and rapid inductions. Uh, welcome Sean.
5: Thank you, Jeremy. I'm very excited to, uh, to be coming to Vegas for solid gold. So, okay. So I've been a hypnotist for about 20 years now and, uh, I've run uh, hypnosis offices in four states in Maryland, Virginia, Florida, and Georgia, and I'm currently in Florida um, and I guess my thing is inductions I've had the opportunity to teach hypnosis in nineteen countries now, and that's that's what I teach. I teach instant and rapid hypnosis because I don't know i just I'm very excited about finding different ways to make hypnosis happen so um uh The, um, I think, I think one of the things that comes up when, when I'm teaching this is that most of the NGH members are, um, have hypnosis offices. Uh, they help people with their everyday problems. So the question comes up, why would they need to know instant and rapid inductions? And the reason for this is that, well, there, there are many reasons. One. These things are super for getting clients. When you give a uh, demonstration or a talk to a group, if you can include an instant or a rapid induction, you can really increase the number of clients that are going to want to work with you. When people see instant hypnosis, they're amazed and they make this connection. They say, well, if he could put that person that I know into hypnosis that quickly, then obviously they'll be able to help me stop smoking or whatever. Now, whether or not that's a, that's a true connection, I'm not going to go there, but that, that is what happens. And people are amazed when they see hypnosis on their friends. Uh, the other reason is that with difficult clients, uh, I had to pull one out just last week because the client just was difficult to get into hypnosis. And often the instant induction is the ticket to get that person hypnotized. And then one of my favorite things about instant and rapid inductions is when you're at a party and someone says, um. You're a hypnotist. Can you show me something? Uh, a lot of hypnotists don't know what to do when someone says, can you show me something? I live for that moment. I live for the times when people say, can you show me some hypnosis? And I I'll even get I'll even get somebody to help me by seeding it for me and say, hey, you know, don't look into his eyes. He's a hypnotist. Oh, you're a hypnotist? Can you show me? Yes, I can. So anyway, so so that's another great thing about instant and uh, and rapid inductions. So during the talk, we're going to have three and a half hours, I believe. So uh, the inductions that we're going to concentrate on are going to be two variations of the Dave Elman induction, which is a rapid induction, which can be used for Zoom or any kind of distance hypnosis. So it's good for that. Um, and then also a sneaky way that you can use a Dave Elman induction to find out who's a highly hypnotizable person and who would be perfect for your demonstrations. Um, The other induction I'm going to work on and the students are going to practice is the handshake interrupt, which when done in one certain way, it's it's impossible for you to fail. You, You cannot fail with using this in a demonstration and I'll show exactly how to do that. And then also the finger magnets induction which is another great way to find out who you want to use for your demonstration. Um, and I also be demonstrating shock inductions. But this is this is very much a hands-on uh, class. We're going to be practicing the students are going to be doing these inductions. So um, so come prepared to to hypnotize lots of people. And, and then the other thing that I'm going to teach is uh, I've been fascinated by, how do you choose the most highly hypnotizable people because if you're doing a demonstration it would be embarrassing if you pulled somebody up in front of a demo and you couldn't get them hypnotized i mean it's never happened to me it it just doesn't because because i'm really really picky about who i bring up for a demonstration and if you know who to choose or sneaky ways to find out who's a good person you, you can't fail and that takes That takes the fear out of it. Then you can just do your inductions knowing they're going to work. But, uh, but yeah, I, I cheat a lot. Uh, I have some sneaky things that I do to find out who the most highly hypnotizable people are. And I'll be teaching that during the demonstration or during the, uh, the three and a half hours.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Now, besides the wow factor of it, I mean, you know, you do have, uh, people are amazed with instant inductions. Um. I guess the biggest thing would be, you know, having your client know that they were hypnotized. Do you do you have ways of?
5: I do, I do. That's important, and I will be I will be showing that during the uh, the solid goal because we all hate to hear that when they say, "I'm just not sure I got hypnotized." So what I do with every client, just briefly, every client when it's the first session and first time they've ever been hypnotized. I uh, At the end of the session, I seal their eyes shut so they can't open them and make their arms stiff and rigid so they can't bend their arm. And then I take their hand and I stick it to the arm of the Lazy Boy chair and challenge them to pick that hand up. And I, they can't pick their hand up. And, and this sort of locks it in that maybe something interesting is happening here maybe i did get hypnotized and as a sidebar i don't want to go into this too much but as a sidebar it's funny it's important to do these tests at the end of the session because at the end of the session is when the client is the most deeply in hypnosis and so therefore you can't fail
1: awesome great well thank you very much all we're looking forward to that and, and being one of the technique workshops, your attendees and everybody's going to be able to to jump in and try these inductions okay. out with each other and and really uh, work with each of these inductions that you're going to show. Um, why would a, a consulting hypnotist need to know a, a rapid induction?
5: Well, the two main the two main reasons are in order to get difficult clients into hypnosis. Because if they're very analytical, sometimes the shock induction is the ticket to get them into hypnosis. But, but the other thing is to impress people when you're giving your talks to bring people in and to make people, one, confident in your ability to hypnotize and two, just impress them that you really know your stuff and to make them want to work with you.
1: Those are some great advantages to have. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Sean. We're looking forward to it. Me now too. we to go to uh, Tom Nicoli. Tom is going to be teaching uh, three easy things to implement immediately for practice building.
0: Tom, tell us about it. Thank you, Jay. Hey, first, I want to say thank you to Dr. Damon and the selection committee for having us all there at Solid Gold. And I want to echo what Cal said. Yeah, there is a lot of experience here. But what's even better about how much experience is the variety of skill sets that we're going to be presenting and what everybody has to offer. As a matter of fact, if I wasn't speaking, I'd go to this one. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely go to this one. So the three things I'm going to talk about, one of them is something that I kept i was in denial i kept rationalizing and justifying and not doing myself even when you know people knew who the hell i was and i could have applied i'm not going to share what it is i could have applied this one thing and you know john rice said if you're not making money it's not a business it's a hobby so we're talking about business here first and foremost good work but it's also a business so this one thing that i'm going to include is something that the word you use is correct immediately. All three things immediately can be applied even before everyone gets back. You know, you could already set this uh, in your head and on your phone or whatever. There is another thing that I'm going to include that I learned in my other profession, well, a- another profession, not the other profession, when I was a full mouth reconstruction dental technician in, in a magazine, Dentistry Update, The title of the main article is The Gold is in Your Files, and we're going to talk about how there is quote-unquote money left on the table, and rather than scurrying and spending money and effort and time, always looking for new clients, it's astonishing, even what I wasn't doing, and how many people aren't taking advantage of the clientele that's their warm market. The word fear comes up a lot because, I mean, that's in life. It's the biggest impediment, right? Well, the biggest fear that is another one of the things I'm going to talk about is pricing. But not just changing your pricing, but changing what you're doing in order for your pricing increases to be validated. And there is a lot involved there, though easy to apply, easy to implement. None of the stuff I'm going to talk about will be difficult. But it's gonna have you're gonna to have to step into your uh, personal and hypnotic courage to implement these thoughts and ideas. That's great, and Tom, with your talk,
1: you know, in your uh, presentation details, it talks about uh, you know packages versus uh, programs. Can you um, just elaborate a little more on that?
0: Yeah, a program. In my mind now this is obviously my point of view is complete so imagine somebody talks to another hypnotist and they're shopping around looking around and they hear yeah come on in we'll do some work okay come on in and i'm also going to teach you some techniques so you can self-manage okay my attitude is this we're going to do the personal one-on-one work weekly Every day, you're going to do a session with me with what used to be my CDs, but are MP3 downloads now. So, this way, by the time you see me for your second session, we've done probably five, six, or seven sessions. So, now when I start speaking, there's association. My voice is the auditory trigger. They're already conditioned and they're making strides. You know, when I just uh, had CDs available, when I had CDs available, the CD website, there were people I never saw and they were only using audio hypnosis, making incredible changes in their lives. Why wouldn't I use those with my clients in order to reinforce the work that we're doing now? I do not record the sessions. If you're doing really good work, you're probably not going to record the session because you don't want to revisit the work you did. Now, if you're doing a reinforcement, uh, maintenance kind of session, okay, fine. But I also know as a professional musician that when that red light's on, all of a sudden you're not in free form. When you're recording, you you, you kind of interrupt your own flow. So I don't record hardly ever, but I have the MP3 sessions to complement the work we do. I also teach them self-management techniques and obviously self-hypnosis. It might be Havening, it could be an EFT version. I like Faster EFT by Robin Smith. And whatever else that I feel that would uh, this person would be comfortable doing. So now they have self-management techniques. They have the audio sessions that they're using between and after the work we do. And then the customized one-on-one sessions we do weekly. Also, they could be handouts. It could be a link to a video that I know they should go watch. Like, 212 Degrees is a great video to show any client. And it's these are free online videos. So it's curated material as well. Okay, so we curate, we create, and then we deliver and provide. That creates a program. So when people say, when I tell them, you know, this six-session program would be $1,800. And they go, so you get $300 an hour? That and more. But then I go, how do you figure that out? Well, because it's 6 hours. Oh, but there are also the self-empowerment techniques, the, the audio sessions. And in my 12-week uh, hypno-based coaching from Stress to Success, I have a digital resource library. This is another thing, folks. When you have a program, you can take the components of your program and then go ahead and offer that for people who don't do the one-on-one work. I have sold that digital library for $1,200. You know, I've know, done campaigns where I've released it, where there are videos and MP3 sessions and PDF files. So um, I think a program is something that's complete where you're going to deliver and provide everything the person needs and requires to be able to get as much of an effect and impact and outcome that we can deliver.
1: Perfect. And another thing I've heard you say that, that was curious is the work's not done when the work is done. Oh, right?
0: <laughs> Why did Larry Bird, and Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan, and Kobe Bryant still practice? The work was done. They got good. No, it's not done. It amazes me. And I coach I've coached a lot of hypnotists. And when I tell them this, they go, How come I didn't think of this? When I work with people, I tell them, now we've done the initial work. And, and my longest client's been 12 years. So it could be a length of time you work with somebody. But the thing I used to do was they could you know complete a program and set them free. But then I talk about reinforcement and maintenance. So now we're, it could be every two, three weeks, usually monthly, but if they want to come in sooner, we can schedule because I don't do those 105 hours a week I did way back in the beginning when I got some popularity. Folks, I don't work more than 15 to 20 hours a week and I make more than I used to. So be there at solid Gold to learn what I'm gonna share. So when it works done, it's not done. How about reinforcement and maintenance? How about, all right, now that we've addressed that issue, what else do you have going on that you might want to take a look at? Because they, and, and we all know, those of us have been around long enough, and in a couple of months, I'll have been NGH certified for 25 years. You help somebody with an issue, they're thinking, no one's been able to help me with this. Now they refer, right? But they don't come again. So it's like, now that we've addressed that, something you couldn't get a handle on, what else is there? Now they go, oh, this is good. I can get my list out. So you'd be shocked and surprised, I think, amazed even. How long someone will work with you, the work is done well, they're getting results because that's what people buy, results, right? Not the product or the service, they're just looking for the result. And you can adjust however you want. There was a time when I would say, okay, reinforcement maintenance programs, we've already got a rapport. They're a good client. So we'll do 45 minutes and the price would be a little different, the fee structure, but that's up to the individual. There's one thing I will say too, you want to change your overhead immediately. It's now been six years, like 2020 didn't change this for me. I was doing Skype sessions with people back in 2003, you know, cause I was speaking around the world and getting clients. I haven't, open an office, when I closed my New Hampshire and Massachusetts offices and I was working out of the front room of my home in New Hampshire, out of my study, I still had 70% of my people online. So I decided, what am I doing? All my work's online. And the beauty is, if you want a real specific niche, like I help millionaires with financial stress, you don't have to look in the hour circumference or two hour circumference of people who drive to you. They're all over the world. So that's just a, a little thing we're going to talk about and how to capitalize on that. Well, it
1: sounds like you got a lot of uh, tools to be able to uh, give our attendees. So are really looking forward to that, Tom. Thank you very much. Thank our you, guys. Next speaker up uh, I'd like to introduce is Robbie Sphere-Miller. She will be speaking on cultivating credibility, harnessing the power of client testimonials. Tell us a little bit about that, Robbie.
6: Right. So um, the main focus I have when I and I've trained many, many hypnosis students is helping people grow into the person they need to be to really get results with clients and build a solid business. And we found that people respond really well to seeing other people's success. And then they see, well, if that person could do it, I could do it, too. So we're helping the the hypnotist learn how to confidently um, set things up so that clients actually want to give a testimonial. They help the clients get powerful results, and then they are able to ask for that testimonial in a way that that's powerful and that works. So we're going to be covering how to do that and, and how people need to look at it and interact with that situation. Excellent. Now, how, how, um,
1: how are testimonials, you know, really more important in this day and age with the, with the digital uh, spectrum that we're working in
6: nowadays? Well, these days we have things like Google reviews or Yelp. And so people are already looking at reviews. And it, And if you can't uh, create enough of that for your business, then people, no matter how good you are at what you do, people won't believe that you're good at what you do. And so it's so important to be making that part of your everyday experience with clients to cultivate a culture that helps people either post those types of reviews or provide a video testimonial or a written testimonial or give their photo with a written testimonial so that we we have it coming from all angles. And that's what people will, it's what will help people believe that you can help them. Um, And another reason that testimonials really matter is that we need to differentiate ourselves from everybody else, because these days on the Internet, and especially with AI, you know, digital content is it's everywhere. And, And so if you have somebody who is passionate about the changes they made and grateful for that, and they made them with you, then that is some unique content that will help people believe that you specifically can help them.
1: And, and uh, you know, in this digital age, it, the uh, you know, back in the day, it was word of mouth. Now it's uh, different websites that, you know, if you can get clients to, to put in a good word for you, that's going to build it up. Uh, there's got to be a way, you know, I mean, we have so many consulting hypnotists that do valuable, great work with their clients, but uh, there's got to be a way that you Uh, approach getting a client to do an enthusiastic testimonial for you And, and would you be going over stuff like that during your presentation
6: yes yeah and one of the biggest things that that gets in the way of hypnotist asking is that they make it about the hypnotist so they feel self-conscious about asking or they think that the client's trying to use them to sell and we're actually a hundred percent doing this for the benefit of the client because if a client makes changes often they're happy they made the changes, but often they have amnesia for the problem they used to have. And so if they're not celebrating the changes they made and sharing it with people, that's not very inspiring. So we help them document their changes throughout their programs so that they can really feel great about their changes and it gives them confidence to do the next change and transformation that they need to do for themselves. So we're we're doing that. We ask clients for tests testimonials even if they don't want to show it to people usually people do and we we frame things so that most of our clients are really open but even if they don't want to share it it's good for them and then it's good for the next clients because they're they're being a wonderful role model to the people who want to do accomplish what they've accomplished and so it feels good to share their success because they know they're helping other people awesome
1: and can you share with us just a, a few what What are the key pieces to a, a good testimonial?
6: Hmm. Well, you you want the person to share the situation they were in before they came to see you and why they needed the help, and all the the great results they got. So we really want to focus on real life results because that's what people will pay you for, right? We are running businesses and also people are busy and they only have so much time to focus on certain things. So we need to help people see that this is a priority for them. And part of it becoming a priority is for them to believe it's possible because a lot of people have problems that they don't believe it's possible to change. So even though it's important to them, if they don't believe they can change it, they're not going to prioritize it. So we find that using a lot of testimony. Simonials helps people really see hey I can do this too and then they're able to to engage with uh, this and do what it takes to get to their goal
1: excellent excellent and uh Robbie you know you, you as a trainer um you have students that you teach um you and you've worked with uh with different groups what would you say uh, what gets in the way of you know why why wouldn't a consulting hypnotist Uh, ask for testimonials.
6: Well, often they second guess themselves, or they feel self conscious about it, or they're worried the client will say no. And all of those things are actually about the hypnotist, not about what is good for this client or the future clients. And so so it's very important for hypnotists to, to be in the role of doing what's best for the clients, instead of it being about themselves. So a lot of people when the focus is on them, they withdraw, or they second guess things. Um and when they they realize hey you're you're giving more value to people by helping them do this, it helps them be more confident about doing it.
1: Awesome well, thank you very much, Robbie. That sounds like uh, a lot of great tools that our uh our attendees will be able to get to uh show and promote themselves as consulting hypnotists and and build the profession even more um I'd like to to kind of just finish things up, uh, but Don Martin, you will be teaching the train the trainer course uh, yeah. to uh, teach new certified instructors at solid gold. You mind uh, just
2: giving us a little run through on the train, the trainer. No, I'm kind of excited. It'll be five days following the solid gold. And I always love teaching that because we'll have people who, I don't know, can I, Do this and to watch them go for five days where oh the excitement levels rising, where they're thinking, well, everybody else could do this, but probably not me. And I've been enthused. I always get feedback from people who are CIs now. I just did a class here, I just did this one here. We trained a young man in Atlanta, and he called me up, he said, I did my first class. I said, How many people do you have? Ten? I said, that's good. What do you charge? $4,000. And I said, I don't even have to get the calculator out. I put that in the good category. So to see the people coming in, oh, I don't know, can I do this? And build their confidence or expectation goes really, really through the roof. And it's one of those, the group of students tend to stay connected even months, years down the road. Oh, we took the class together back in 2012 or whatever it happened to be. And they're still there. And then of course, I'll do my plug because the convention in August up in uh, Massachusetts, Marlboro, is another one. People said, well, I'm going to learn, but I also got to see so-and-so again that we haven't seen. So the train-the-trainer, I feel honored to be putting the new people there who are going to build the profession for years to come. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun, uh, really good investment, and five days that they're going to remember.
1: And I'd also like to mention um, all of our our panelists, all of our speakers at Solid Gold are NGH certified instructors as well, uh, who have all taken the Train the Trainer course. Um, some with uh, Dr. Richard Hart back in the day, and uh, some even with Don Martin. So uh, what a what a great um, time to take the Train the Trainer training you have the solid gold weekend is included in the uh registration fee so you get all this added uh knowledge prior to even taking the train the trainer and becoming instructors of the NGH so we're we're, uh, looking forward to that we also will be hosting the um, NGH board certification at the solid gold weekend this year Um, we host the BCH exam at uh, solid gold and at the NGH convention um, if anybody has questions about BCH, we have board certified uh, uh, members, uh, presenters right here who have taken the board certification as well, who can uh, answer any questions. Uh, Don Motton will be there to uh, help us out with the examination. And uh, we're, we're just really uh, excited and looking forward to seeing everybody in, in Las Vegas at the end of February, February 24th and 25th. And the Train the Trainer will follow. Uh, and go from the 26th to March 1st. Thank you, presenters. I, I can't wait to see everybody in Las Vegas, and uh, it will be such a good time. Thank you all. Thank Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Thank Bye you. now. Thanks, folks. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Register before February 1st to get the early bird registration fee of $300. You can register on the NGH website at www.ngh.net forward slash goal. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Hypnosis NGH podcast. You're welcome to share your ideas for future podcasts
0: by emailing us, nghpodcast at ngh.net.